Well, Ben Gleeson, a lot of responsibility. Ben runs the Victorian operation for Tiaka, which is just expanding. We know David Ellis was so active at the Magic Million sale to the point he purchased the top lot, or Tiaka did, the Wooden Bassett Avantage filly for $2.1 million. We know she was a multiple group one winner for Tiaka Avantage. A sort of state, of course, came from that sale. And he was one of the top buyers. He was the third biggest buyer at Magic Millions. Spent uh, just over uh, seven million, or actually just shy of seven million dollars total at Magic Millions. Uh, David Ellis and the Tiakau organisation. That's ten yearlings, by the way. They came away with. But let's talk to Ben Gleeson. How are you, Ben? I'm well, Steve. How are you? Good. How are those stable numbers now in Victoria? Yeah, they've picked up a little bit. Just more so because we've had horses come back from in from a spell that, that arrived early days and some that have been ticking over in the summer are uh, still going strong. So uh, we've got up to 18 in the past uh, couple of weeks, with, um, 20 boxes, so nearly at full capacity. Uh, but yeah, very much looking forward to those yearlings being broken in and arriving at us. It'll be great to sort of start with the horse from scratch and, and get to know them from the start. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a few more horses I think on and make them over soon as well. All right. Any notables? I think Sk- is Skiwiff in the stable? Yeah, yeah. She's been here um, all, all spring and summer since she um, came over after Tarzino. So she's ticking on well. She'll trial a second trial on Monday and then she'll be off to the races. But um, another Waikato filly called certainly. She's the one that's um, definitely coming. So she'll, uh, she's a group filly. She ran fourth in a group one last start. She's only a three-year-old with three starts, so she's a very progressive horse. Which group one was that, Ben? Uh, it was in the uh, three-year-old group one, the, I think the complete name of it. Um, Quintessa won it, uh, another Tiaki Alfili. All right, well, I can but, um, I can look up her form. Yeah, yeah. Certainly is her name. Correct. Lovely. Now, Imperatriz, a lot's been made of this this trial earlier in the week. I want to, you know her best. I want to get your assessment of it. What what did you think of it there earlier this week, Imperatriz? Yeah, she was she was just okay. Um, as I was watching it, uh, she she sort of stumbled at the start a little bit, and um, she sort of got squeezed up by a couple of horses. And I, I think, you know, having known her, she just didn't look comfy in that position. You think about all her runs last prep, she always had a big galloping room. Um, and she's had a, a previous trial back in New Zealand where she's been in a similar situation, and she's just not too comfortable with that either. Um, you'll see she sort of got her head up a little bit, and then she probably didn't let down as good as we know she can. Um, and it was just sort of shifty ground on, on Monday there at Cranmer, and they put a lot of water on the track. So I just think it was a few measures that were not to her liking, and... Um, so she, she can be very cool, calm and collected in her own environment. Uh, some race days or trials, she can play up going out and, and show her true sort of white line fever colours. But um, she walked out for the pony on Monday and didn't really batter an eyelid. Um, and, and, yeah, in her track work at home, she can be a bit lazy. So hence the reason there's been a lot of... Um, yeah, it's been put out there a lot. She went to Mornington's trial. She had a couple of course proper gallops over at the racetrack at Cranbourne. So we've tried to get her away from home as much as possible because that's that's when we do see her true colours. So um, a lot of people are probably thinking, oh, you're just sugarcoating this, but it's proof behind where we've planned and prepped to go away from home as much as possible. Yeah, the Mornington jump out looked terrific, didn't it? Correct. 
Cubs yet. That was only 12 days before. So um, she was on a good three. She sort of nice tight track and, and a change of environment. She loves those factors. She always works the house down when she goes to Mooney Valley. And, um, yeah, she's, she's never exactly scorched the turf at, at the Cranbourne Training Centre. I know she's had some hoof problems in, in the past that were spoken about with Sam Burgesson and Mark Walker over the seasons, but they're all good, are they, at the moment? Yeah, honestly, her feet have, can literally quote our farrier yesterday, her feet have never been in better condition. Um, just from sort of firmer surfaces, that's all that is. Um, and, and she's just been allowed to grow a bit more natural foot with, with the firmer surfaces. So she got shot up yesterday for the final time before she runs, and um, John Bunting, who's one of the best farriers in Australia, um, he just said, I'm thrilled with her feet. So there's, there's no excuse or nothing to worry about there anyway. And we see her next weekend in the Group 1 Lightning at Flemington. Correct. Yep, it's come around quick. Um, but, uh, look, she's done all the work that we required her to do to be fit for this. And um, she's probably got one more piece of work left. And um, then it's, it's all up to her on race day. Will that be next Monday, Tuesday? Yeah, just working that out at the moment. Um, we, we sort of want to get her away from Cranbourne again for her last piece of work, but we're just trying to suss out where that might be. So, uh, yeah, probably Tuesday will be her final gallop, I'd say, um, just depending on, on where we get her to. And that'll only be her second run at Flemington, won't it? Yep, correct. So, second time down the straight. Yeah, she did it the tough way first time around. Hopefully, um, Saturday week she can maybe get a bit more of a conservative run in transit and, and see maybe the, the more true her when she's held up with a bit of cover. Um, she's got that electric turn of foot. Yeah, you mentioned that race. Of course, the, the sprints uh, on the last day, the group one behind, she beat Bytus Notches and she rode the speed with front page. Yeah, correct. And yeah. She was exposed pretty early. Yeah. You never want to hit the front um, at the 500 metre mark at Flemington anyway down the straight. Yeah, she was just incredibly gallant to right. show her true class, I think. Well, that's Feb 17, Saturday week, and then it's the William Reed at the Valley, a track she absolutely loves, of course. That's the 23rd, so a bit of a gap between run, 23rd of March. Yep, correct. So a, a decent gap, which she showed in the spring that, that she can do that going from um, her first up win in the McEwen to the William Reed. There was about a month between that, so um, that won't bother her. We'll just obviously off the back of how she runs, judge what we do with her between, between then. And, of course, then you're off to Sydney, which I think is two weeks after the William Reid, if all going well, TJ. Correct, yeah, if, if all going well and, and weather doesn't throw any spanners in the works. Um, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to hopefully getting her up to Sydney on, on a fair track and, and running against horses like I wish I win and whatnot. Yeah, and what about if the rain around? Uh, she's pretty good on the soft. Yeah, she's all right on the soft. Bottomless, you know, this will be all over to Mark's. Mark and David to decide these these factors, but um, yeah, she's fine on a soft track. You probably wouldn't want a bottomless track like what they can get up in Sydney. Um, that wouldn't be ideal for her longevity. But um, yeah, I know her well, but Mark and, and the team back home know her better, so um, that'll be over to them to decide what what surfaces she does and doesn't run on. Yeah, she won a Foxbridge a couple of seasons ago. I remember an absolute quagmire, a heavy 10, but that was probably just a case of glass got her there. Or oh, she won easily. Yeah, I think so. Well, you see the way she now wins on a good three. Like, she certainly appreciates a very firm surface. So um, I think that's when you do see her true colours or true turn of foot anyway.
All right. And then after the TJ, no Brisbane or overseas missions at this stage? Will you pull up stumps more than likely? Or? Oh, again, that'll be over to Mark and David. Um, as far as I'm aware, you know, she's got to have a spell at some point. Um, and, and they want her to go back over to Jack our stud for a spell. So um, we'll have to fit that in the winter. And uh, I dare say that another race might. might um, yeah, that wouldn't be suitable. So, yeah, I believe, believe so. But... That'll be over to the team to finalise those details. So much, uh, well, thank you for giving us so much of your time. Obviously, everyone wants a piece of it at the moment. Everyone wants to know what's going on with us. So thanks for coming on and, and talking about that trial, Ben. I appreciate it. No worries, anytime. That's Ben Gleeson. Of course, did some work with Denny O'Brien and other stables as well before linking up and running this space here in Victoria uh, for the Tiakau organisation at Cranbourne.